This hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope this is a nice break from everything else going on in the world. Uh, I am happy to be celebrating the fourth year of the podcast. We've, we've this is our four-year anniversary, which is insane. And, uh, of course, we are joined for this special episode with girlfriend of the show, Justina. I had to think about my name. No, I was doing a dramatic pause. Happy four-year anniversary. There it is, pod. Well, thank you for, for that. I'm, I can't believe it's been four years. It kind of like hit me the other day because so much has been going on the last few months. That, yeah. uh, you know, I just wasn't, like, thinking about it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, June 7th, Prince Day. And then I went, wait, also, four-year anniversary of the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I forgot that you launched it on Prince Day. Yeah. And that was a big thing. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, taking a trip down memory lane, I remember... Um, how many people supported you at the beginning and yeah. um, people really rallied for you mm-hmm. and um, your first episode was like really long to me who never listened mm-hmm. to podcasts and I was like oh my and then goodness. you heard a Joe Rogan episode yeah. and you're like oh this is oh, short him. yeah <laughs> um, and um, also I remember how you were worried about having guests booked and that anxiety mm-hmm. is is no more I mean first of all you constantly have weeks out generally Mm -hmm. you know i would say at least and this is rare too especially this last year yeah but yeah i mean um we have three recorded uh for the next three weeks ready to go in the pipeline yeah yeah um and i don't know which is nice i mean that's a legitimate thing to be worried about but um it's never been an issue you know um people want to be featured on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i wasn't sure how like if i was gonna run out but then moving up here uh and meeting so many new people yes and finding out about so many amazing people that it it, that changed it all Um, yeah a lot of people that not the majority but you've met a lot of people um through people through our friends yeah or activities and oh yeah um so yeah um it's great um I do have some questions for you. Just uh, yeah, a I am, kind of interview. I don't know. We did not do a pre-interview, so I don't know any of these questions. No, um, you don't. But um, I just came up with these. And should we go into those questions, or should we talk about the last year first? Um, what do you think is? Should we end on these questions, or they? We should end on the questions. Okay. So okay. let's let's um. Yeah, I'm not gonna a go. Little reflection i here's my first question okay it has to do with this like how has the podcast changed over four years Mm. and maybe how has it changed over the last year uh for me 
I feel like the big change has been uh, sound. (laughs) (laughs) Just because, you know, at first, all of the interviews, pretty much, except for the people, like, when I did, when I interviewed Harrison, uh, everyone was over Skype or the phone. Right. But I was in my closet because it was big enough that i could sit in in that and that's oh, really the great green for sound. life mm-hmm. a walk-in closet um and like my little nook i've been working on but it's still not going to be like a closet <laughs> so um that's one thing that has changed um gosh uh I feel like I haven't necessarily changed a lot over the years yeah. uh, for the podcast. Like I, 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 I have observed approach. a change. What's that? Um, towards the beginning of your podcast, um, you always create something at the end of your ep- uh, of each episode, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like the, at the beginning, it was way more creative. Creating a specific Creating a thing. thing. Now it's like, sometimes it's just a piece of advice. Yeah, and I... Yeah, no, that's definitely... Yeah, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. And, um... It's... I... There is a part of me that's like... I don't want to... Like, I want to actually create something with the guest. Um... But... There are only so many times where you can, like, say, like, let's break a joke. No, I know. And, like, like, it's kind of pressure. It's not... And I... and. And it goes to show, like, the things that your um, people, your guests create, it's not just like, oh, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's a process, you know? Right. Um, but regardless, uh, I'm amazed that there are people who, there is somebody who, who commented on Facebook. Um, he was like, oh, I love this podcast. Someone who lives in Mexico, I have no idea who he is. And, uh, I mean, I do now. <laughs> Just because I saw his Facebook. <laughs> but he commented something about he loves the podcast. I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Thanks. And it was the Dave Pasquese episode. And he said, I can't wait to see what you create together. And I was like, what? Wow, he really <laughs> likes your podcast. That's right. so nice. That was super nice. And also, like, I, di- I had already done the interview. So I knew that I didn't really, truly create something with yeah. Dave Pasquese. It was more like advice. And I do like getting the advice. But I was also just in that in that particular case i was a little nervous just to do improv so i was like too too scared to say like can yeah. we do an improv scene plus yeah. it's like i don't know like i couldn't see him so i couldn't uh because we were over the phone um so well it was skype but still um nevertheless oh my gosh i forgot i'm i'm practicing my british accent right now and i meant to do this in my british accent. i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> but that's been our day all day um anyway we okay. do know a couple of Accent coach. I know you've interviewed um, one of them. One of them, and yeah. another is our neighbor. That's right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I guess know, I so gotta speaking, go upstairs. <laughs> speaking of people we've had on, I, I mean, there were some people, uh, several people on this year who I tried to get on for a long time, and there, there were some big whales that I got on. Uh, first, you know, like so, we had an episode on June seventh last year. Mm-hmm. And that was a pop talk episode with the fellas, the fellas, the best friends of the show, uh, and or, or at least three of them, and uh, that was fun. But then there was Lewis Cornfeld, and I had asked him like a year or so prior to be on to, to come on, but it was on Facebook, and he didn't get on Facebook much. Yeah, so I don't him. even know if he saw that. And then I just was in at the training center. It's like, hey, can I just interview you sometime? And he was like immediately like, yes. Um, 
so but that was like a year of like or so of wanting him on the podcast or really longer than that um and i won't name everyone who's been on the podcast but there are a lot of great guests um but armando diaz was obviously a big one to get and uh i'm gonna say jonathan mitchell was too because i love the truth podcast so much and um, his speaking of sound his mm-hmm. sound was crazy. I, you know, I can't tell the difference at mm-hmm. all. Jason can like hear so many things, and he's mm-hmm. talking about his nook here is not as good as his closet in Greenville. <laughs> I really cannot tell, but oh my gosh, that guy's sound—he <laughs> has quite the setup. Yep. Um, we had Eleanor Lewis on. Um, as we mentioned, the accent coach Jordan Yanko was on, and also. Uh, Julian Villard, that was a big one because he was a musician that we saw on um, Ask Me Another. And uh, he was a great guest. And he was. Yeah, he was. And um, Will Hines, that was a big one to get. Emily Flake was big. And obviously, it's already mentioned Dave Pasquazi. I feel like Billy Merritt was a big one to get. So, a really good year for, uh, for, like big, bigger guests. Yeah, and uh, that was nice and encouraging. And a ton of friends have been on, which is great. Like Meg, and I mentioned Eleanor, but uh, she's a friend, and and a friend of the podcast. Sean Cantatori, Robin McNamara, right? So like so many friends, have even been enemies on. like Andy Roberts. Yeah, Andy Roberts, an enemy. Uh, he's an enemy of the podcast. Yes. He's he listens regularly, but he's an enemy of the podcast. Yep. He is the enemy of the podcast. Uh-huh. Enemy of the podcast. Andy Roberts was on, uh, and like oh, so many good. We had another. We had another uh, uh, meditation coach on, which was great. I was really glad to have that. Phoebe Tires was on. She's she's awesome and a big deal. And he said that with that inflection because she's my improv coach. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. And uh, Simon C. Holland. That was a great one. I really, really enjoyed this last year. There were a lot of things that I just didn't expect to be able to do. I was just really happy with how the last year has turned out. I'm really, really uh, proud of it. But also, four years isn't as significant as five years. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know? Yeah. It's like junior year in college in a way. Because mm-hmm. you're not new uh and three is when you go like wow i've really been doing this yeah you know but like four is like yeah yeah, yeah, i've already had that experience and five is an actual number that you celebrate thinking of like anniversaries of this podcast i remember we we celebrated the first year of the podcast right after we moved to not right after we moved but uh, when we moved to um new york that's true so it's kind of an experience. I don't know. That is true, yeah. I forgot about that. I remember walking down the street listening to that. <laughs> okay, um, can I ask you some questions now? Yeah. All right, so we already covered that. Like, how has it changed? Um, oh, uh, how is it How is it going recording in Quar? As this is being recorded, we are mm-hmm. um, one, three months in Quar. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, how, how, how is recording? Or, like, getting guests or releasing episodes how is anything different releasing episodes has been pretty much the exact same mm-hmm. um, or listenership or anything that's also been the same yeah but um recording because you're working from home mm-hmm. 
that has been a tricky. thing where I have to, not super tricky, but I do have to think about it. You mm-hmm. know, I do have to, like before I was here alone, so I could just do whenever mm-hmm. during the day. But now I have to think like, oh, what if you have a meeting? You have to do a Zoom call or yeah. something like that. Um, or whatever it is you guys see. Uh, you all do, I'm sorry. And so there's that. Like that. that's one thing that's changed. And then also recording, you know, it hasn't been tough to like, sit and do them i haven't had any moments except for last week and you know almost even now um just because everything is so like with the the protests and um everything that's just gone on it's just been like last week was a bit harder to uh do a normal episode and this week is still a little hard for that well and um, that kind of brings me to my next question. N- last week you didn't do a normal episode. Right. You um, used your platform. So, um, and I know you don't really like that expression when people <laughs> say that, but you did. Like, that's what... You that's can what say it, it to you know, me. Yeah. Um, I just don't like saying it. Myself. Platform, platform, platform. <laughs> um, but are you... Um, like, I know you stay a lot on social media. Like, you use that as... Um, a way to communicate, mm-hmm. to get out thoughts, to have conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it having a platform in addition to Facebook and social media to to bring up and, and talk about things? That's an interesting question because I hadn't thought of it that way. But yeah, I guess if I have something real serious to say, then I will put it on Facebook uh, in hopes that people that I'm friends with will who know me and know my heart can go huh all right well let me think about that because now i can process this or filter it through it coming from me whereas here it's a i want to inspire people and i want i and and when i say i i just mean through the guest and through learning what the guest has to share and um when something is so uh when it's when something is the main topic in the national dialogue then i feel like i can't just do a normal episode of the podcast i feel like that has to be addressed a little bit do you do you feel like a duty like instead of like just going black for a week Mm. you know well, I go black every week. Okay. All right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. Like, just not doing an episode that week. Yeah. First of I, all, if you have, like, your episode last week was great. Thank you. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm just curious about your motives and, like, what was yeah. in your head when you when you take advantage of your platform and use it in that way. I guess I'm thinking if I'm going to put stuff out, I should I should talk about this because why else would I be putting something out, right? Like when when a couple of other things have happened that were this big and dominated everyone's attention, it was hard to not talk about it. I didn't feel like it was a duty so much as what else am I to do? This is the only thing I I have on my brain to talk about. I mean, I kind of remember that happened once on Daily Show when Jon Stewart was still hosting. And I think it was when... The, the shooting at the AME church in Charleston mm. happened. And he just was like, I don't know how to make jokes right now. And this is all that's on my mind. So I, he just talked. Yeah. And that's how I feel whenever I do the 
episodes like last week's. Right. And it's not so much that you had to make jokes last week. Like, you had an episode ready to go. Right. But you... It didn't it would, feel right, it, and I told And my, I think that yeah. would have been um, a disservice to the guests last yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I, I thought, like, well, I did tell her it would be this week. Maybe I should just sort of get some thoughts off of my chest and then go into... Her episode was like, no, that sounds like a terrible idea. Why set it up that totally, way? Totally, yeah. Like, also, just thinking about what people are consuming right now. Right, like people didn't need that episode last week. Not that they needed the episode I gave, because nobody needs me. But uh, it's just it just isn't serving the greater good in yeah. any way, or or like what people are 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 looking for, and. Um, I felt I did so yeah I didn't feel a duty it just felt like this is the most appropriate thing to do in this given situation. Um very good very good. Um yes yes yes. Oh um I I've heard you on the phone giving advice to people about podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um like I know that that's something you do. But to anyone listening right now what are some advice what's some advice that you've learned over the 4 years? Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's just like three quick pieces, make sure you do this, don't do this, and blah, 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 or, or m- maybe one like key thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would like what say came immediately to your head when I said that? Consistency came immediately to my head. Okay. Um, because I do think it's good to put out an episode a week if, you, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, just like to keep doing that. But I think consistency and quality is also important and consistency and uh the type of thing that you're doing i mean you also want to evolve if if it's necessary or or improve um and progress but um i think that sort of consistency is i think the main thing driving me is like consistency it's putting it's continually putting something out yeah um and then i always want it to have a a good polish to it um, that's, I would say, the main thing, mm-hmm. I would say. And then I would also, there's so many options out there for, like, hosting sites and ways to put your podcast out and distribute it. I think one thing that's important is to know what is important to you and uh, find um, the services that provide that. I went with SoundCloud mostly because they have a good player yeah that you could have and just it, it can just be that one player um but that's not really the most popular podcast hosting site yeah so just like no like you know me i researched a lot yes. about this and i researched all the different hosting sites and so know that and know about mics and don't be afraid of uh editing also edit (laughs) that's the that's the last thing i'll say is just like edit sometimes there's a cough and it's not necessary yeah there was an episode so i did a ton of research when i interviewed dave pasquese and like a lot of times when i interview people you listen podcasts to make sure you don't ask the same questions for him yeah for him i did that i don't do that for everybody okay okay but essentially know your who it is you're interviewing know some stuff about them and that's what i always do that was actually some advice that mark Marin gave conan o'brien when conan was starting his podcast he was just like i don't do a ton of research but 
if you know somebody invented the cure for cancer, I want to know that. <laughs> so that is good advice. Um, you don't want to uh, miss something obvious about somebody. Right. Um, but when I was interview, when I was uh, preparing for the interview with with Dave Pasquese, I listened to every podcast interview that he had done up to that point, and I'd already read his book. And you actually started calling me Dave that week. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm that... And I was uh, like, Mr. Pasquazy to you. <laughs> so I was listening to one of the episodes, and the host, like, coughed and cleared his throat into the mic. Oh, it's so weird. I hate that. Just, like, by the very nature of, like, how you listen to podcasts with your headphones in. Right. It's, it's inside like, your head. It's like, in my brain now. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it wasn't like he needed... It wasn't like he did that over Dave talking. And so he couldn't remove it. He could have totally removed it. So edit. Edit stuff like that. I don't edit out every um all the time. But, you know, if it's a distraction, yeah, edit it. Come on, edit it. <laughs> all right, sweet. Nice advice. Um, in addition to celebrating the four years of the podcast, mm-hmm. um, very recently you celebrated one year of the There It Is newsletter. Almost. It'll be the end of next month. My bad. No, you're good. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, we're at forty six weeks of the po- of the newsletter. My my goodness, I thought that it already happened anyway. But let's talk about the newsletter and let's pretend that today is also the anniversary <laughs> <laughs> or yesterday. Um, so. Um, how's that going? Mm-hmm, Very mm-hmm, quickly, mm-hmm. sum up what it is for anybody who doesn't know what it is, and how does that complement or affect the podcast, and vice versa. Hmm. I so the the There It Is newsletter is what I call a comedy lifestyle newsletter, and it is geared towards creatives, primarily comics, but you don't have to be a creative to get something out of it. But it offers tips on comedy and also health tips of a variety of health tips and life tips uh, like balancing life. Uh, Also, you could call it life hack tips and then suggestions. And that can run the gamut of here's a good book or here is a really interesting thing that somebody said in an interview or here is a thread that was had a story on Twitter that was really interesting. Um, it could be a bunch of different things. Some of it directly related to comedy or inter- or entertainment. Some of it not. There's also news items in there as well. An inspirational quote. And information about comedy festivals submissions that are closing that week. Uh, which I also provide all of the ones for the month um, that w- I've found on the internet uh, on the website. There it is, pod.com. So that's what the newsletter is. Just like the podcast, it's designed to help people, um, equip people with information about how they can do comedy better. Um, but it's a little more expanded than the podcast because I noticed there were a lot of things that people, comedians specifically, didn't have a hang of or or weren't equipped with, but should be if they're going to live a life. Right. Uh, and I said, why aren't people mentioning this stuff? Like, here are some things that I tend to see a lot in comedians 
that if they just had this advice that I happen to have seen somewhere, then they, uh, it would, I don't know, their, their quality of life might improve. Yeah. So that's the idea of the newsletter. Um, yeah, you curate. Mm-hmm. So, so people have it in one source. And it's not like omniscient, this is all mm-hmm, happening. Mm-hmm. But like, I've found out things, um, and I've read interesting articles because of that. Um, like, I read something about like women and saying, I'm sorry. And how it was an article you linked that was a New York Times article talking about how um, when something goes wrong, women tend to blame themselves, whereas men, like, it's extenuating circumstances. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, Jason and me, (laughs) it's never his fault. (laughs) It's always mine. (laughs) So that was a good resource. (laughs) I enjoy putting it together, and I know that it's going to grow and change. I think in a perfect world, uh, I would have like a team that could really uh, uh, spruce up the newsletter and the podcast. But I would love, particularly with the newsletter, to be able, and the website, to to have a team of people who are helping make it the best that it can be. So it can like bounce ideas off of and what we can do and, and how we can make it grow. Um Thankfully, because of you and also brother of the show, Trey, there are some uh, ideas that that can happen. With yeah, that. that's right. Uh, okay, sweet. And then um, let's talk about this upcoming year. This is my last mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. What are some goals you have? And let's try not to be like, oh, I want this person. Because we've talked a lot about like dream guests. Dream guests. We all so know, yeah. what are some goals you have for the podcast and the newsletter? Let's just talk about the newsletter as well. Yeah. We gotta manifest them. We gotta be specific. Let's manifest them. Um, yeah, I think uh, the podcast and the newsletter's audience growing would is probably like a top, right? Uh, a dream um, for it to like grow to a point where it's like feels more like a real thing. Like it's obviously a real thing. I've been doing it for four years <laughs> and almost a year uh, in the case of the the newsletter. But I want to be able to like. Uh, do something that really feels like it's connecting with people, like how the skim made me feel about the newsletter, uh, about wanting to do a newsletter. Like they inspired me meeting right. them at that event and uh, hearing them talk about how they started it. I was like, I could do that in the comedy realm. Yeah. And um, I think it, if I could grow, I don't have to like have it be as big as the skim. I don't know why it would be. Um, but I think that would be the thing that I would most like to see happen, uh, in this next year. And then, um, some more ideas of like content or getting things out there. Maybe even like if I could revamp things a little bit, uh, kind of still mulling around the idea of changing the logo. I got some mock-ups of that and it might be nice to change that. Also maybe revamping the like Patreon and having like subs- subscription content. Um, it can be a lot to, it can be too much to bite off. So I don't want to like make any promises and say like this, is what we're going to do and we're going to start raising money and then it not happen Cause I don't want to be a Sean King about anything <laughs> like promising a ton of things. That's a side note reading about how he has screwed over people. He, he, when I was just reading, all the things time and time again he was promising. I just read that and was like, 
you can't do all of that right off the bat. Yeah. And and he claims that a bunch of people told him that, and I'm sure they did. But the fact that he keeps trying to me is ridiculous. Anyway, it's a whole other story. But Next I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I don't want to try to. I don't want to say like we're gonna start doing videos and YouTube this and that and then like a I just don't want to like promise anything and then not be able to deliver that. Yeah, but I have some ideas along those lines. But in my mind, you know, integrity the mm-hmm. the simplest form the simplest definition of integrity is just doing what you say you're gonna do, right? Mm-hmm. And you're a person with integrity, so I don't see you doing that. You know, yeah, I'm like, definitely not like, gonna, like you would not make false promises if you said you were going to do that. It would just get done. Simple as that. Well, I mean, when I started this podcast, I was like, and there's a second podcast I want to do that yes. has not happened. And I've also heard people say like that happens. Like there's always stuff where it's like it's just always in the pipeline, and that that I'm fine with. If I hadn't done this podcast or that podcast, then I'd be a shitty person. But like this was the main thing I was trying to right. do, and that was something I just haven't figured out how to do yet. But I could still do it. And then the other ideas I have, I mean, I if I say like I want to at least do one of them, um, I could see it happening happening in the next year. I do think in order to do those things, I would need. A team, a bigger subscription list. But there's a lot you can do on your own. Like Dr. Andy did so much on his own for so long, and he's mm-hmm. like, like full on producing. Right. You know? Right. So I mean, there's stuff that I could do on my own, and if I mean, like I don't know, to a certain degree, why make a four headed monster if nobody's listening or watching? Uh, so that's part of the thing of like wanting to grow listeners. But then also, that's where like Patreon could also come in into play that's right yeah i've had a goal for the podcast of marketing but i don't know a lot about marketing yeah. you know like yeah i wanted you to advertise at the pit training center because mm-hmm. they sell tv screens but you weren't into that i remember well, that. i wasn't into it's was just like the money yeah and now <laughs> probably could afford it it's like all theaters are closed yeah um i mean i would like to do some advertising to start like trying to grow those things yeah i think like there's no reason on social media yeah and like when we get back to touching and going places like there that should Mm -hmm. be hanging up in the magnet you know or um, a poster and um we should hang those we could go around all the theaters and training centers and uh studios and shuttlers you know yeah rest in peace but you know what i mean and cards yeah i'll definitely think there'll be some growth in the next year in some way or form or fashion. Gotta manifest it. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all my questions. Thank you for being on my podcast and <laughs> answering me some questions. <laughs> You're welcome. Wait. <laughs> do you think you'll ever do a podcast? Yes, I have ideas, but podcasts really get on my nerves. And mm. when people start a podcast, I like hard eye roll. And I know that mm-hmm. makes me a cynical, mean, terrible human being. But... <laughs> All that to say, yes, I would like to do a podcast. Would you like to do a seasonal one? Maybe. I want it to be creative. Yeah, I think I'll that's tell the you thing. one idea I had. Um, I, I wanted to have a podcast called Cereal, spelled like breakfast cereal. So did I. Listen to my idea. Okay. And it would be filmed and recorded much like Cereal was, mm-hmm. but the incident is around like the crime was like a dad reaches into the cabinet and 
pulls out a cereal box and it's empty. Mm-hmm. Like someone finished the cereal and put the box back in and he just really wanted this idea. Lucky Charms before he went to work and now he's just furious, you know? That's mm-hmm. the crime. And they're trying to figure out who did that and like interviewing neighbors and um, the kids and um, the mom. That is a funny idea. Before this podcast started and I was just knocking around the idea of a podcast, I jokingly said to best friend of the, of the show, Clay, that I wanted to do a podcast and call it Serial talk, but the C E would be like lowercase, and then the R E A L and talk. Surreal. No, no, no. So it'd be like real talk. Okay. They would all be caps, and then the C E would be lowercase. So it'd be like serial talk, where we have real talk over a bowl of cereal. But that's a ridiculous idea. And that was before I knew that the serial podcast existed. <laughs> it's so oh, see, Clay mine is like playing funny. off of cereal. I was like, trying only, to play off of it. It's only funny because <laughs> cereal exists. It's done like an episode of cereal, yeah. but it's about cereal. Um, yeah. And I still would like to do the you talking, you talking, you two to me, to me. <laughs> but I mean, I just would have to find someone who genuinely loves Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott and genuinely loves you too. I've not asked anyone. Okay, well, thank you for uh, for interviewing me and being on the podcast. You're the fourth welcome. year anniversary episode. Thank you for listening, listeners. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much, and um, oh, this is fun. and we hope <laughs> that that I will have a very good accent next time <laughs> yes we'll give you one year of practice yes. for that. Uh, don't forget to follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at there it is pod you can also follow me on twitter at jason Far jokes and instagram at jason Far picks tiktok at jason Far talks and twitch at jason Far twitches all real all in the bio we got a brand new episode next week it's the one i've put off for two weeks straight it's with the great Meredith Ball. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr.